Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh man. It's supposed to be like a warp record mm. or something. I don't know. A world record? A warbled <laughs> record? Warped. Whoa. Warped record. Welcome everybody to the Hector and Keller show. My name is Hector. Oh shoot! Is it on loop? Hang on. Sorry. (laughs) I took it off. I took it off. My name is Hector. Oh, and I'm. I usually introduce both of us. I'm Keller. Hi. How's it going? That's uh, and and we win last week. I don't know. No. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) I named the show this because I was like, I'm sick. I have COVID. So today, it's all about me. And I said, it's going to be the Hector and Keller show. But you know what? Yeah. You know what? You're right. I don't know why you're even doing this, honestly. You call you call we're we're, we're two days late, but you called me no, leave on it. Keller. You gotta leave it. It's gotta say that. You're right. It does need to man, not <laughs> uh, change it Jesus back. Christ. Change it back if you want. Change it back yeah. if you go ahead. Change it back. I have the power. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Um Jesus we're two, we're, Christ. We're two days late. We were supposed to do this Monday night. It's currently Wednesday night. 8 p.m. July 20th. This motherfucker. (laughs) 2022. Uh, But it's probably good because I I, I do feel a little bit better than honestly than I did two nights ago. Yeah. When I texted you on Monday and I was like, hey, man, (laughs) I texted you and I was like, I'm not feeling great. (laughs) Why does his text message sound like this? (laughs) I said, hey, man, uh, bad news bears. I got COVID. I don't feel so good. <laughs> and you were like, that's okay. We can do it whenever. Nobody cares about this show anyway. I said, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's, you're right. that's exactly what I said. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm going to, I might cough a little throughout the show, but. Yeah, man. Sanitize that mic after, dude. I will. I'm in my garage and I live alone except for with my girlfriend who also has COVID. We're okay. We are self-isolating for weeks. Not going to Comic-Con. Um and we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. You guys might see Hector cry this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we this have episode. a we got a bunch of stuff to talk about because um, number one we have a movie to talk about. Number two we have a book the movie is based on to talk about that your pages into <laughs> <laughs> like that I am that I am uh, twenty pages into this book right here. Look at this. We're gonna have to fucking I'm, get into it. Dude. <laughs> I am like a chapter and a preface into this book. And um this podcast just became the Hector and Keller show <laughs> slash the uh Born Identity book podcast. Uh-huh. The Born Oh man. It's I don't a book think club. I, would, I don't think I would like that one. Um it's, it's very... just, I'm just going to start reading it at the same time. And just next time we do this, I'm going to be like, so how do you feel about how far you are? <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> pretty cool. Not as good. Yeah. Uh, so let's let do let's get into it. Let's do the let's do the intro. Who should who do you want to read the intro? Why don't you read the intro this week? I read the intro last week. Yeah, but I have COVID. Yeah, I think that'll make it better. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make my COVID better if I read it. That's what I meant. I'm like a ginger shot, dude. <laughs> <coughs> All right, give, who's who's reading the intro then? I'll fucking do it. Who's reading it? <laughs> uh, a dead guy. <laughs> a dead, yeah, right. Oh my gosh, it's a zombie Doctor Strange is who's reading it. Okay, it's zombie <clears throat> Doctor Strange, but also he's got a cold. <laughs> yeah, 
<sighs> Here we go. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's me. It's me, Mario. <laughs> That's what it's got to be. Just kidding. That's who's doing it. Okay. It's me, Vampire Mario. Listen. Hey, listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. I read for you. I read it. Okay. Here we go. Number 365. The Born Identity. 2002. Director Doug Lyman. Lyman's kickoff to the excellent Born series wasn't quite as accomplished as the sequels, but it was a morally murkier film and set up the mood that Paul Greengrass so rewardingly continued. Okay. Uh, the reading was amazing. Thank Incredible. you. Incredible. You Grazie. would never know. You would Grazie. never know that Dracula Mario <laughs> had a cold at all. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> oh, there he goes. He's signing. <laughs> he turned into a bat. He turned into a bat. <laughs> I have to save the princess. <laughs> the what? <gasps> the princess. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So. What do you make, Keller? What do you make of that intro? I feel like they're kind of harshing on it. Yeah, I think they're wrong about like considering this movie. Wait, I know what it is. This movie changed action movies, you know. <laughs> Paul Greengrass is he British or is he Australian? What is he? Look him up right now. That's what I'll it look is. It up. That's what it is. British I'm film like... son of a bitch. And you know what, Doug Lyman. Doug Lyman, I know this because I spent all afternoon watching Special Feech, is a, American. an American filmmaker. It says right here on his IMDb, Jewish American filmmaker who and producer who directed Swingers, Born What's Identity. I do agree that the other two are probably better. They're very polished. Than the first one. They're polished. Mm -hmm. But this first one's awesome. It's awesome. And the fact that they had to take – the fact that – we already did Born Supremacy. But that's not Remember? even like what you highlight about this. That's movie. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Year, like, like a few years ago, we did Born Supremacy already. So identity in this list is ranked higher than Supremacy. Yes. Like so, if you think about the fact that the Dark Knight is number 15 on this list. I know. And it's Christopher like, Nolan. It's only there because of the Born Identity. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Like Keller, all... <laughs> unpack this. Unpack this. You said. You said. All action movies changed. Unpack this. It's 2002. 9-11 just happened. It happened while they were editing this movie. Like they had like a rough edit of this movie that they showed in August of 2001. No joke. I'll give you the direct comparison. What yeah. uh, Bond movie came out this uh, <coughs> year? Die Another Day. <laughs> so that okay. cartoon. Yep. Yep. You just had a slew yep. of uh, yep, I get it. Batman movies that were nuts. Cartoons, they're cartoons. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like any mainstream gritty blockbusters that were, I don't know, except for Heat. Yeah, Heat. Yeah, things like you know Seven. Things that were like dramas. Things that were like yeah. I, yeah I I mean that's an excellent point. I think. Especially because my take on this rewatching this today 
was I was like, dude, when this movie came out, it like changed me. Like it shaped me and it made me. And it, and I've it, seen like, this movie a million times. I yeah. realized watching it again today. And I was like, oh, yeah. and then this happens. Oh, and then this and happens. And then this happens. Oh. And I knew all of like the acting choices that Matt Damon made. I was like, here's when he's going to yell at Giancarlo. The, you know, he's like, it's not coming back. God damn it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a couple of those. It's pretty it's so funny, great. honestly. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, I, I, the, my takeaway today was like, when it came out, I truly thought, I was like, this is the most realistic shit I've ever seen in a movie. Oh my God. But watching it today, I'm like, you know what? It's still outlandish. It is still outlandish, but it, this holds up. And but this also, holds it is up, like, yeah, this one morally murkier. Yeah. Uh, that's what's also awesome about it. Mm-hmm. Is that it's mm-hmm. saying that the there's a bunch of shitty black ops stuff going yeah. on in the CIA. Absolutely, and it was like, and and watching the special features, they were saying like, we didn't know if we could do a movie like this, and then September 11th happened, and all of a sudden everybody was talking about that yeah. the politics of the world in this way, and they were like, it just really was perfectly timed you know it was it was things that, that apparently robert ludlum was already talking about in his book the born identity from oh 1980 but with wow. different with different politics but nothing's changed nothing's changed like like yeah i need to read the rest of it but yeah very interesting uh it, it, this is pretty great keller in the chat david taylor says that he just finished this movie for the first time, just in time for this stream, this movie rules is what our our frequent supporter David Taylor says, which I think is You're great. Right, that, David that, Taylor, this movie does rule, <laughs> but it's it just proves the point that like something that oh wait the Born Ultimatum is ranked higher on the list. Interesting. That makes sense. It is the they, best one. It might be. Are they all three? All three. They're all three yeah. on there. Well, yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say the three someone, born movies. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But I mean, when this list came out, they were the only three. But but I'm just I just want to emphasize that somebody who has never seen this movie can watch it today and still like it still works. It still hits everything. Well, even the like the technology is not that off or anything. No, no, it's not. It's no. I think that the things I that can't are think of anything that dates it that much other than clothes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what, what happened? What's going on? The lights flickered. <laughs> are you guys are you okay are you experiencing a brownout everything seems fine so far okay let me know it's just a little bit okay. you'll know because uh i guess your internet will go out internet will probably yeah go out, and you'll yeah. just freeze and i'll be here by myself cool 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 i'll hop on stream um, or to my phone here's the thing i think is very dated about the movie i think the movie is very 2000s first of all uh ready steady go by Oakenfield. Oakenfeld plays during the car chase, which is like the most two thousands, like early two thousands, like techno. Well, Remember that shit? But when you that still music love that was Moby like, song at the end, though. I, dude, when that, I was about what to say, mean? when that thing, <laughs> when that hits, you know it was a good movie. When well, that, as when soon that, as that <laughs> hits, I'm like, I'm starting number two right now. <laughs> and I did. I didn't finish it yet, but. <clears throat> But um, I don't like two as much as identity. I I think that I like identity more, even if two is a better made movie, mm-hmm. only because 
origin stories are more compelling sometimes. Sequels can be compelling, but I think... Just like all the ways he has to find out who he is is so interesting. It's so interesting. When he's, you know, he doesn't, like, when he's, like, in Germany and he's, like, and they're, like, passport, the papers, and he's, like, I don't don't have my... And he, like, starts speaking German and he's, like, shit, I speak German. And then he catches the billy club and just to like the other thing i really liked about this movie well first of all there's so many things to talk about but let's pivot for a second matt damon matt damon he is great in this he and, is and uh i i, I, I don't know say, if i really knew who matt damon was before this movie i knew I, him this from, came out when i was 12 so my, I hadn't first... seen Talented Mr. Ripley, believe mm-hmm. it or not, or Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I think I had seen Goodwill, but I know that I had seen Saving Private Ryan because in 1998. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, I mean, like, TNT was like, we're going to show everything. <laughs> but I remember seeing Private Ryan in theaters and it like fucked they me know up. Drama. It, was, it was great. <laughs> they do. That Spielberg knows drama, too. Um, and so I knew Matt Damon is, you know, and cause I'm a movie nerd little kid. Like I was, you know, watching E entertainment television and shit. And they're like, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are the new Hollywood it guys and whatever. So I'm like, I knew of him. And after I saw Saving Private that's a Ryan, direct quote. that's there are the it guys. <laughs> and as I was uh, watching Saving Private Ryan, I had a couple of thoughts and I was telling this to Abby cause I vividly remember having these thoughts. I remember thinking, they should make a Captain America movie and it could be like this. Like, but with yeah. like Saving Private Ryan, but with a superhero like in it is 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 what my thinking was, like visually and stuff. And then I remember thinking, and Matt Damon could be Captain America, like he could be Steve Rogers. And then years ago, years later, I mean, then this comes out in 2002, and it's basically a version of Captain America. He's found in super cold waters, he has all these like skills. He's like he's like a floating body, you know, just like in the comics. Yeah, he has all these skills that are not like he doesn't have superpowers, but he has like he has all this fight training that he doesn't even know how he has it. And there was there was one tiny element of Captain America of his story in the comics where he did have amnesia for a second. Like when they first found him in the ice, he wakes up going who he was Bucky. Like he doesn't know where he is. He thinks he thinks he's still in world war two. And then the Avengers have to kind of chase him around New York. Cause he's kind of running <laughs> around and he's like, uh, uh, like he's, he goes crazy, I guess. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I just thought that if they were making superhero Marvel movies, the way they're making them now, 20 years ago, I think Matt Damon would have been front runner for cap. And I think Brad Pitt would have been Thor. Like, I think it like there would have been a lot of, I think Tom Cruise probably would have been or not some other Iron Australian Man. person. Maybe, but I mean, you Brad know, Pitt, I feel like he's too small for Thor. It was a different time in the late nineties, early two thousands. I don't know, but okay. you're not wrong, but I'm just saying, I think, I feel like in another time, it would have been Damon. in another time. Another we don't have time. to do but, what the internet's done to. Yeah. Oblivion. But I def- I also really want to mention that this cast is so good. Yeah. And and um dude, and Doug Lyman did Edge of Tomorrow and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Those are good action movies. But I think my favorite member of the cast is probably um Marie played by mm-hmm. Franca Potente because I I don't think I've I still haven't seen I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. 
I still haven't seen Run Lola Run, but I know she was in that. Oh, really? Yeah, and that came out before this, and that was her big breakout international famous making movie, but I have never seen it. So when I'm whenever I watch this movie, I'm like, I know Matt Damon's a movie star. I know Chris Cooper's a movie star. I know Brian Cox is a but British Chris actor. Like a character actor, kind of. But I but I'm recognize I'm clocking them all. I'm like Julia Stiles, save the last dance. Like I'm clocking them all as actors. Who's your and favorite I- uh <laughs> of the Tech? three people who are like uh of the three movies? Who's like uh Jesus Christ is Jason Bourne or well, like, it, okay so in this one it's Chris Pamela Cooper. Landy Chris Cooper and then and then or, Pam, what's the actress who plays Pamela Landy I don't know and I don't know why Pamela Landy is burned into my brain forever <laughs> <laughs> because she's fantastic yes. um and I feel like and then I feel like you have to include Brian Cox in the conversation too jo- and then, Joan Allen Joan Allen okay. Is 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 Pamela Landley Landley Landy Landley Landy Landy, Landy. Pamela have to go Landy. to Langley Virginia but to find Pamela, Pamela Landy Landy, Landy. Um, I I I think uh, uh, <laughs> Chris Cooper is never bad in a movie Okay I thought it said in the chat Chris Cooper has never been in a bad movie and I was like The Amazing Spider Man too Chris Cooper was in that for two seconds That's a bad movie but he wasn't bad in it Chris Cooper's he never wasn't. been bad in a movie He um, died well. Keller, who do you who's your favorite? Do you like out of the tech people in this? Because this blew my mind, and I still don't know if this is true. But I know that Walton Goggins is in this movie. He plays what? one of the tech guys. He's one of the tech it. guys, Keller. It's Walton Goggins. Then that's my favorite character in the movie. I didn't even see him. <laughs> from Deadwood. It's Walton Goggins. Yeah. Sonny Birch from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is Walton Goggins in Deadwood? I don't think so. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Isn't uh, he? Hang I don't on. Think so. He's not in Deadwood. He's oh. in Justified. Farts on me. Wait a minute. Wait he's a in minute. Justified. Why do I I've think seen he's in Deadwood. Deadwood? I've seen Deadwood more than once. You're right. He's not in Deadwood. Who do I know? I who, know. Who, who 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 did I click on that's in Deadwood? I don't know. Timothy Oliphant. Um, nope. So we've got uh Chris Cooper as Alexander Conklin, and he gets killed by the end of the movie. Rest in peace, department. Rest in peace. But Chris Cooper's really good in this, and him and Brian Cox he are is. great. Yeah. Um, and then we've got. Uh, I'm trying to find all like the tech people, right? Brian Cox is like <laughs> Ward Abbott. Um. Okay, this actor named Gabriel Mann who plays Danny Zorn, who's like the skinny white guy next to Chris Cooper in any scene. He's the one who's like, we have mission confirmed unsuccessful like that guy oh, okay that guy that guy yeah, yeah um i mean he's good in it throughout um the version of that guy dies in supremacy yes it's stabbed <clears throat> and then in the elevator by brian cox here's here's the a crazy one that i i still this is the one that i haven't confirmed yet keller what's the one i haven't confirmed but apparently what, what? apparently a young Who? a young brian husky from every comedy thing ever. Uh, I believe from, it. From Children's Hospital. How have I never heard he, him bring that up ever, though? He, I mean, he he apparently is The amount a, of stuff I've listened to with Brian Husky. Have you was, Googled it? Did you give it a Goog? It, it's on his Wikipedia. It's on his IMDb. Then I believe he, it. He plays Research Tech Number 3. And I it's his it. first movie role in 2002. And he didn't I didn't show I, up in the special features. He wasn't doing the commentary. 
And I think the reason I didn't recognize him because I'm like, because you know, Brian Husky now is like very famously is like balding, has the beard. Do you think he had hair? Yeah, in the movie, I think he had hair and he was clean shaven, I think. Okay. So okay. I think that's okay. I think that's what okay. plugged me up. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait whoa, a minute. Whoa. Wait a minute. I'm because I because I'm I'm like looking at the Wikipedia as I'm watching the movie and I go, Brian Husky's in this. Just how like Jack Black is a tech guy and enemy of the state with Will Smith. It's like yeah. <laughs> so who's your favorite tech guy? Is it Walton Goggins or Brian Husky? Uh I'm still gonna go Walton Goggins. Sorry, Brian. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. Hey, I nothing against you, Brian. I if I ever see Brian Husky in person, that's gonna be my I loved you I'm, born identity. I'm gonna like, bother him and go fuck I'm up, gonna bother dude. him and go, Hi, Brian Husky. I'm gonna go, Hey man, I'm a huge fan. You're fantastic and everything. And I especially loved you in this weird internet show you did that my other friend Amy Vorpal did about not laughing and you cracked everybody up. But I'm gonna go, He's Were you so, in the so board? funny? He's so fun. I'm going to go, were you in the born identity? Is that true? Were you just clean shaven in the born identity that I couldn't recognize you? And I just want him to go, oh yeah, that was me. I'll be like, okay. And then he'll sucker punch you, run away. <laughs> 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 so Welton Goggins is your favorite tech guy, even though you didn't recognize Welton Goggins. He's, he was or a pretty Brian prominent. Husky. I didn't recognize Brian Husky at all, dude. Okay. Here's who else is in this cast. Clive Owen as the professor. So good. Like one scene, one scene. But then he's like, oh, it's, it's the pills. It's, uh, do you have the dreams? Uh, uh, look at us. Look at what they look at what they make us give up. I got shotgunned a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> but that's a killer fight at the end because it's like over quick. Every yeah. every one of these born fights. They don't basically. draw it out. There's no slow-mo. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, mm -hmm. he just you know in the rain. He's like, I found a pen. <laughs> yep. He just take he just takes them out, dude. He takes them out. Um, and then Julia, he, he jumped out the window. Yeah, Why that would guy, a person do that. I don't know, man. I that love was, that line, though. That's what she says. Nikki Nod. Why would Castell. a person do that? Yeah. What was your favorite fight? Well, the dude, I, I can't pen fight. You can't beat pen I, fight. I can't beat pen fight because I that's the only one you remember as anything. Because like, what, what are the fights? I mean, he's got those, those <laughs> like cops on the park bench. That doesn't even that, count. That really. counts. And then fight. there's also just like the action sequence of, Oh, and then him, the fight, him getting through the bank, the embassy or whatever. Yeah. The embassy. And then there's the car chase. And then the there's, it's, a, it's one of the, it's so great. It's really, really great. Although, Again, when I was a kid, when I was 15 and watching this for the first time, I was like, I was like, this is real. And watching it today, I'm like, this is such green screen when he's like, turn your turn your head away, turn your head away. And they're like in the car. There's like crappy footage and agree. Like, I'm like, oh, I can see it. But I couldn't. It's see all it real. It's all real. Um, and then there's, um, I mean, pen. God, man, when they get to the apartment in Paris and the pen fight, just because this still can squig me out. The idea that he stuck a ballpoint pen in dude's hand. Yeah, it's just a skin. You're fine. And other He's dude fine. pulled it out. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's insane. I'm not going to leave it in there. That's like, speaking of the Dark Knight, how like. Pencil I don't trick. Think, yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm like, they pushed it first for a PG-13 thing to put but something I love like that you can that just in say, 
yeah, it, that was awesome because it didn't That's show anything. Right, right. It's a lot, you know, it's not it's like the dude. so effective, though. It's not, And it's not like the dudes, it's not, they didn't close up on it and show a bunch of blood mm -hmm. gershing out or anything gross. It was like. It's even unrealistic, the amount of nothing there is. Yeah. And you, but you just <laughs> know, I think it's also so smart because it's like everybody knows what that is, a ballpoint pen versus like a hunting knife or some like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like some like tactical weapon. It's so cool that he just like uses whatever yeah. he found. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, yeah, I think that was great. Also, it was funny watching the uh, them special feature and the commentary where Doug Lyman was like, "We got one f bomb because it was PG thirteen, and he was like, and at one point we gave it to Marie, but then we we're like, we have to give, we should give it to Jason Bourne, and the one f bomb is when." They're in the car and she's like, tell me about yourself. And then he goes like, fuck it. All right. This is, you know, this, yeah, I don't remember yeah. anything that happened more than two weeks ago. And it's like, that's a really good. It's a really good F word. But, but Doug Lyman was saying that like the F word is such an effective word. <laughs> yeah. That, to, they have to limit themselves because they were like, this would describe emotions. The amount and, of times yep. that a person would definitely say that in those yep. situations. Like, yep. Even Marie would have been person, like, why would a person fucking do that? Like, it would be like, like any person, <laughs> like if the person had been in a monastery their entire yeah. life and then this is their first day <laughs> out in the real world, they'd be <gasps> dropping them like crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Conklin would be like, <laughs> you know like, that Jesus fucking Christ. It's Jason yeah. Bourne. <laughs> fucking, it's Jason, Jesus fucking Christ. It's Jason fucking Bourne. It would be like every two seconds. <laughs> Sir, we have. Mission fucking unconfirmed. Mission fucking failure. <laughs> Un Sorry, <-fucking> sir. Unconfirmed. <laughs> Unconfirmed. <laughs> okay. I keep going through the cast. Uh, okay. Adewale Ikenoye Agbaje. I first fell in love with him with Lost. And then once yeah. I watched Lost, would rewatch this, and I was like, it's Adewale. Like, it's Mr. Echo from Lost. And everything that he's been in, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, he's really good in this. He's really, he's, he's like, you know, uh, it, it's tricky because that's another thing I don't think holds up about the movie is that they're like, here is a guy who is a like African leader who they, that like the movie brushes over the fact that the CIA like put him in power yeah. And they're like, and now that he's out of power, well, like he he's been voted it. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been a real pain in our ass. And, you know, he's ever he's, since he's been out of, in exile, he's been a pain in our yeah, ass. Yeah, in exile. And the, he, he, he's played as this very over the top, like, oh, he's uncontrollable. And it's like, fucking CIA, you guys, you put, you put yeah, him yeah, there. Yeah. Like, it's this, yeah, kill him. It's, it's a thing that it's, um, it's kind of how like Casino Royale did the same thing. Remember where, Casino Royale, which by the way, opens. it opens with this sort of like Le Chief talking to like African warlords and, and, mm -hmm. you know, political leaders that are in Africa and they're very like, it almost gives me a feeling of like, oh, it's this kind of racist sort of like, these are, these are, are, uh, you know, African people that are like, that are, oh, we have to, we have to, you know, it's, it's that kind of feeling to it, but Adewale is really good in this and he's yeah. and he's especially good when he's in the weird flashback where like he's with his kids and that's why Jason Bourne doesn't kill him 
because Jason Bourne's like, I'm not going to kill you in front of your kids. So anyway, he's, yeah, he's, I thought he was fantastic. <clears throat> um, Agreed. Jul Julia Stiles. Eh. I think it's weird this franchise later makes it so that Julia Stiles is supposed to be like the most important woman in Jason Bourne's life. Have you seen the new one? Do you ever see the new one, Keller? That's who they flashback to is Julia Stiles. No, she's just in it currently. Oh, okay. Like she like it's not a flashback. It's like she shows up. Well and she's like the lead. I guess that makes sense. She's been in three. But it but it's like she's just been in them. That'd be like if they brought back Walton Goggins and they're like, he's your greatest enemy, Jason Bourne. It's like he was just the tech guy in the I don't thing. know, man. They've mm. done that shit before. <laughs> Uh, I also like that actor at the beginning who plays John that's Carlo. literally that's literally what uh, Mysterio was. He was a tech guy, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a Spider-Man villain. No, but you're right. Um, that's true. That would have been funny if they did hire Jake Gyllenhaal to just have a cameo no, in no in in Civil yeah. War, like off the screen. People are like, "Was that Jake Gyllenhaal?" <laughs> that would have been that would have been a great payoff. Anyway. Um, yeah, and it's uh, and I mean, I guess we can talk about the other movies, but we can also maybe wait because I guess ultim we still have to do ultimatum on this list, which is cool. True. I thought we were done in like a hundred movies. Yeah. <laughs> in like two years. And also, I'm gonna watch it like yeah soon, like later. this week. All right, Probably so let's just tonight. let's just talk about them. Have you seen what's your ranking? Have you seen Legacy with Renner and then Jason? I've Bourne? seen all of them. Okay. Did you see the show uh, Treadstone? I haven't seen no, Treadstone. I haven't seen Treadstone. One episode, 10 I, seasons. I haven't seen it. I mean, one season, 10 episodes. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. They really <laughs> stretched it out, didn't oh, they? <laughs> one, one episode, 10 seasons. <laughs> what? What is this, Law and Order? <laughs> what is this, Dragon Ball Z? One episode, 10 seasons. Oh, made in the UK. Um. One season, ten episodes. I'm gonna watch it, but I haven't seen it yet. What? Where did that air? Who made that? Ooh, it's a good question. Um, was, mm, that, was that like a network show? <clears throat> yeah, I think it was. Let me see if I can find. I don't know. I don't okay, know here we that. go. Here we go. You don't know about that, Jason Bourne. The uh, television was called Treadstone. It aired in 2019, and it aired on USA Network. Okay. What do you think about that? I'm not. Well, they did a uh, burn Mr. notice. Robot, Mr. Chelsea, Robot. Chelsea loves burn notice. Chelsea loves burn notice. <laughs> I love psych and monk. They've had, they have some quality <laughs> stuff. Um, okay. Okay. But, but also Mr. Robot <coughs> like a legitimately good show. So I don't know if they got okay. good suits. Yeah. <laughs> Royal um, Pains. <laughs> How do you know so many shows know on is that USA Network? Characters are welcome. Is that USA Network? Yeah, Characters Welcome. Okay. USA. Treadstone. Characters Welcome. Characters Welcome. TBS, um, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. TNT, yeah. we know drama. Okay. C CBS, what is it? What's the catchphrase? All Access. <laughs> <laughs> Paramount Plus. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, Keller, uh what else would, what else did you think about the born identity? Overall thoughts. Um overall thoughts. Yeah. I love this movie. You asked for my ranking. 
I would probably say I actually need to rewatch it because it's currently it's my favorite Bourne movie. <laughs> Me too. I, <laughs> After I need to rewatch just it. Just rewatching yeah. it. But yeah. I think I'm gonna be like, oh shit, Ultimatum's fucking good. Yep. And I think it's gonna go three, one, two, five, four. I still think five is worse than four, even though I didn't like four because I remember really disliking five jason Bourne, but i gotta I rewatch hate it. all the pills stuff yeah and legacy it's weird it's weird but i think my ranking's the same as yours it's gonna go three one two but i want to rewatch it and i have the only ones i want to own right here born trilogy one two three that's all you need it's great and, that, that exists and i'm gonna read this right here and i'm 20 pages are you gonna in read the born trilogy maybe are you gonna see how you feel after that one i'm gonna see how i feel after this one and this is, ooh, you want to know how many pages it is? Guess. 200. <laughs> you know that's not a real guess. <laughs> Shut up. What's your real guess? 573. Close. 535. You're a good book boy. You can look at a book and know how many pages. That's pretty good. GBV. Good book boy. Good boy. Um, we have an addendum. We have a Robert addendum to make. Robert addendum. Because last week we had a guest on the show, Dan Mills. And we had him pick pick a movie, and he was like, I'm going to pick Predator. And we were like, oh, it's already on the list. Or no, he's like, I'm going to pick Predator. And we're like, okay. And he goes, or Attack the Block. And we said, Attack the Block's already on there. Well, so was Predator. So Who guess what? Predator? Uh, Jay Washington, when we watched Crash oh, okay. with him. And that's not, I mean, it's a good, solid pick. So I hit up Dan again, and he picked the movie uh, uh, Man from Earth from like 2007 or something. Um, okay. I, uh, I think it's a, uh, he had this really nice, the man from earth. from earth. Yeah. He had this amazing, like I could read it if you want, but he had this, am- he like place on Mars. <laughs> no. And there's a man from earth. He had this incredible, like he sent me this whole long reason for why he picked the movie. And I just wanted him to just tell me which movie, but he was like, Here's why. And it was beautiful. But the man from Earth. I want to know why. It's from 2007. I'll tell you why. Read he it. Goes, okay. I'll tell you the whole thing. <clears throat> I'll read it. Um, He goes, this is all from Dan Mills. He says, okay, a little dated and production value, not so great. But a film I've watched countless times and one I would certainly consider one of the best, most interesting and thought provoking ever is Jerome Bixby's The Man from Earth 2007. I penned this up for you in case you needed something for the show. <laughs> We've never done this before, but okay. At his intimate but informal retirement party, a well-loved college professor professor tells his aged colleagues that he has been alive for over 14,000 years. At first, believing this to be some manner of party game, the academics analyze Oldman's claim from the angles of their respective fields of study. However, while he recants his unbelievable but nonetheless astounding life's story, secrets of mankind's history are revealed, as well those from their very own pasts. As the night goes on, personal philosophies, the work and study of entire careers, and lengthy friendships are revealed to be at stake as the validity of his claim somehow grows while it simultaneously becomes more extraordinary. Written by one of the greatest science fiction minds of our time, Jerome Bixby, originally penned the screenplay in the 1960s during his time writing Star Trek with Gene Roddenberry. In fact, the film's core concept was initially explored in the Trek episode Requiem for Methuselah, it was decades later on his deathbed that Bixby completed the screenplay for the film in 1998, advancing mostly 
As the faculty members spar through intellectual argument, The Man from Earth is a fascinating piece of speculative fiction reminiscent of the idea-based sci-fi of the 60s and 70s. No lasers, no starships, Wookiees, or warp drives, just lots of history. Great performances and a story that lingers in the mind of the viewers as it does in those of the characters. Featuring greats like Tony Todd, John Billingsley, Ellen Crawford, and Richard Rail, The Man from Earth is prime intellectual science fiction that proves large budgets aren't required to ignite curiosity. And it should not be missed by anyone, especially not fans of the genre. Boom. Wow. Wow. That seems very interesting. I want to watch it. Throw that on the back of a Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Dan Mills wrote that, but he is a writer, so I believe it. If he did write it, or if he was like, "This is from the back of the Blu-ray," I'd be I like, "Either way, it from the Blu-ray." <laughs> <laughs> so <coughs> that's the addendum, Keller. What movie are we adding to the list this week? Me and you? No, you didn't say your overall thoughts of the Born Identity. Oh. You didn't say them. Eh. You don't like it? It's okay. You're it's right. all right. Um. It's okay. No, uh, sack of shit. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's um, the fact that I sent you sirens from Italy. Yeah. Jesus Christ is Jason Bourne. Yeah. You know what else, too? Now that I brought up Dan Mills and remember how he was talking about Predator in the scope of like masculinity Mm -hmm. and whether whether it's like positive or harmful or or reflective or whatever i think that the born identity is like can be positive i think because in in some of the special features matt damon said that like there's a wish fulfillment of like a guy who wakes up and all of a sudden has these skills and he's the greatest ass kicker in the room and that's true that's like the james bond ethan hunt male fantasy like you like you want to be as or a, even born ultimatum when Jason Bourne reaches his final form. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be skilled. You want to be competent. You want to be um, powerful. You want to feel helpful and powerful and stuff. Um, I think uh, uh, that the movie shows a character who like he's at conflict with himself and it's very internal and it's and then like his relationship with Marie really works. And I want to go back to what I was saying where like, I love everybody in the cast, but the actress who plays Marie, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, that's just a real care. That's a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else. I'm like, you're an Hollywood actor. I know what other things you're in, but because I haven't seen Ren Lola run and because she's so good in it and so convincing and it feels like, Oh, Hollywood actor, Matt Damon is pretending to be this amnesiac and has tricked this poor European woman who doesn't know him from dogma. Is this you know? Borat? Like, like it feels like it's a, like she's so good. And I think that what she, her, her character and Jason's character, like she's also very smart, but she's like a normal person. Yeah. And so when he's like, I've wiped down the room and she's like, can I walk around or will I leave footprints? I'm so mad. They kill her off so fast. I know it's, it's devastating. And I, and I think it's a, it's a, absolutely an example of fridging a female character to further advance a male character's yeah, story, yeah. which is bad. Um, and I also at the same time think it was maybe the best choice for that movie because, but I, I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to rewatch supremacy, but just because it's so devastating 
And, and I saw some special features today that talked about both parts one and two. And they're like, we tried to get across that it was his relationship with Marie that let him understand what kind of person he could be. And that even when he, even when she dies and he goes into revenge, he also goes into redemption and goes and talks to the child of the first person he killed and apologizes. Mm -hmm. And it's, and they, the movie was trying to say, the movie makers are trying to say like that be, that's because of Marie. And I feel like that whole idea of that character of Jason Bourne in the first three movies, at least, I don't, I don't think I liked what they did with him in part five where he's just like back to fighting, you know, like, yeah. I think that it's a it's a step in the direction of a more sensitive and thoughtful male action hero. Look at Casino Royale. Even in Casino Royale, he sits and cries with Ava Green's character after he kills some people and she sees it. And it's like... Or even the oh, fact that Julia Stiles in this is like, I monitor their health. And they're like, their physical health? No, mainly their mental health. Mental health, this yeah. This fucks them. They fuck up. Absolutely. They're all fucked up. I think the I think the one thing that has like kind of gone the opposite direction has just been like Ethan Hunt's like Mission, like Mission Impossible's Ethan Hunt is almost oh, like now he's just a superhuman he cartoon character. Super, yeah, he's but, a superhero. But even then, you know, they they're doing mission movies, and then in two thousand six, J.J. Abrams and company, they were like, well, we should have him be married so he cares about another person, you know. And then it's like, and then if she gets kidnapped, stakes are raised. Like, and that's not a, that's a smart decision to make it, you know, yeah, care. Like it opens with, he thinks his wife's going to die. And then that, and that all 10 second countdown is so good. We're gentlemen. Don't you don't think I'll do it. Not like this. Not like this. Seven. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm going to kill you. Eight. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Ten. No. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Let's just do the whole movie. Um, so, so anyway, uh, my overall thoughts are, uh, I think the reason I love this movie is because now I'm out is <laughs> <laughs> because Jason Bourne does over the top impossible shit in this, but yes, it tries to make it. None think, of it feels yeah like it when you're watching it though, because especially like it feels real. I was thinking about like what, what must I have thought the first time I watched this? I must yeah. have been so stressed out. And also, yeah. I didn't know anything about the story. So, like, I'm also learning who he is at the same time yeah. he is in the movie. So cool. Uh, yeah. It's that very would, well done. That would have been a great... Yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, what the trailers were like and stuff. But I, I feel like I remember seeing this in theaters with my dad. This was definitely I a dad. I was 11. You were 11, so you caught this on video, saw, DVD. Yeah, yeah, probably rented it. TNT, they know drama. No, I think we uh, blockbustered it. Probably rented blockbustered it. Blockbustered it. We yeah, probably. <laughs> we got it from you at 15 years old. In 2009. You waited a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you were like, listen, Legacy's Dad, coming can out. We go to San with, Diego? with Renner. <laughs> um, I think I remember seeing sitting in the theater with my dad and being like, okay, I know this is like an action I'm movie. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Can I have a Pepsi? I'm scared. <laughs> uh, Pete. Um, and I remember also like what you're describing is that like as the movie went on, I was like, oh, he's the spy. How cool. He know he has the skills. This is dope. Oh, he can drive. Hell yeah, he can drive. Super cool. 
It is. Um, and I also, language. I also remember, this is also fun too, but I remember like, like that shot in the beginning where he gets off the boat and then that little car drives by and then he like, he's like walking and then Jason Bourne disappears. And I remember cause it, cause Doug Lyman mentions it on the commentary and I'm sure that I saw it somewhere else or I don't know if I caught it or if somebody pointed it out to me, but I can never unsee that trick because it's all in camera. It's not a digital effect. So, and I, and I know I pointed this out to you, Keller. I, I must have okay. when we first, when we were like rewatching it to watch supremacy, cause mm-hmm. I'm like, cause I'll be like, keep your eye on that little cart, keep your eye on that little cart. And then as soon as like the person wearing a, a hoodie or a um, parka or something walks by and it kind of cuts the whole frame, like the little car that drives by, you can see Matt Damon, like crouching, walking behind. You it. can see it. That's hilarious. Little, you can see his little sweater. I was sweater. about to say, that's so yeah. funny. I wish yeah. there was a reverse shot so we could actually see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, With I don't like know. like cartoon. Tick, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real. It's real. And it's so funny because I think I remember in theaters being like, oh, he disappeared. Cool. And then ever since I knew where to look to see him, Going, oh, Jason Bourne is like crouching for no reason to try to hide from nobody. People, nobody on this dock for two seconds, and then it cuts and he's on a train. It's like so silly, but because cool. that's the only thing he it. could do to disappear is to crouch down. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> overall thoughts: great movie, maybe yeah. my favorite, but maybe Ultimatum's better. And it's probably one of my favorite. I mean, this and Supremacy. When I looked at my whole ranking, because I've been keeping track of all of these movies like supremacy was like number 20 or 30 or something. Like it was kind of low mm-hmm. down there and it, I had it at four stars instead of five and all you these other movies. Stars. I think I might give this five stars. What about you? I can't four stars? think of anything. Like I think, I don't know what's bad about it. Some people yeah. don't like the shaky camera and it's like fine. Yeah. I'll tell you what's, I'll tell you what's bad about it. The dated Again, things you said. Yeah. The two, the, 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 two, not just, and not just the, the, um, ready, steady, go and Moby songs. Yeah. But like some of the, like, um, when they're activating the agents and they're like, and it's like super 2000s, like little, like, like zoom ins to maps and shit. Very sure. dated. But yeah. I think maybe the worst thing about the movie is probably just like, okay, there's no real brown people in this other than, Adewale's character mm-hmm. who is in these like African characters who are, you know, like the problem in the movie. Yeah. That's pretty much it. But it's like, could the movie have gone into, could, could somebody have been like with the CIA, damn it. Of course we're racist or something like, could it's like, that shit's kind of obvious. Like it's kind of, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be, I, I think I pay more. I, clo- I pay closer attention to that kind of stuff. At this age, and I did when I was 15, obviously. True. So I'll see how the other movies handle that aspect of world politics. But um, it's a four or five star movie for me. I don't know. What do you think? I love this movie. It's one yeah. of my favorite action movies. One of my favorite action franchises. I'd put it up there with the Mission Impossibles and <clears throat> the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. These three movies... Because don't take the whole franchise and don't take all five and treadstone the show. That's different. No, the but trilogy. 
these three movies, you put them up against the three best Bond films or the three best Mission Impossible Here's, films. My brain. That's tough. The That's tough. That's tough. You know? It's hard to do, especially since all of it came out after The Born Identity. That's what I'm saying. Because in my mind, if you put this up against the three best Mission Impossible movies, the top three Mission Impossible movies were made after 2006. So they, of course, were influenced by this. And same goes for Bond. The three best Bond movies, in my opinion, are going to have Daniel Craig in it. Sorry. I agree with you. Right? So it's like, if someone's like, what about Goldfinger? I'm like, well, it's kind of different. It's too... It it's might my be favorite too, of the old ones, I think. Yeah. And it might be too tough to compare like Goldfinger or Thunderball or From Russia with Love to like the Born Supremacy. Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different. But even then, I'm like, whatever Goldfinger is attempting to do and however it succeeds, I feel like any of these three Born movies absolutely crushes it in its success in what it's attempting to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Just effective. Effective. Fuck. Just like Jason Bourne. Just like Jason Bourne. It's it, you know, they get in, they're clean, it's done. Job is done. Boom. No flash. Except it wasn't done. And that's Blackbriar. Why in trouble. Blackbriar. Um, all these things you gotta remember. Treadstone, Blackbriar. Uh <laughs> why do they come up with these stupid code names? I don't CIA know. CIA is so stupid. They're a bunch yep. of children. Yep. Bunch of children playing dress up. I hope they're listening to this. CIA. <laughs> Keller, what movie are we picking? You and me. Uh, the Born Identity. On. Hell yeah. Is it already? Wait, let me check to see if it's already on there. No um, one's picked it yet, right? Are you sure? If they haven't, then it for sure should be. Yeah, they have not. Yeah. They have Toss not. it okay. on there. I'm doing it now. <laughs> I have not seen next week's movie. Have you? <gasps> Bro, neither have I. Wait. Are you a fan of Oliver Stone? Um, I don't think I am. I haven't seen JFK. I've seen, uh, I think, what some else? of JFK. It's four hours long or something. Cheers, Lewis. Uh, Keller, what Shores is next? What is next Wars. week's movie? So we can let everybody Natural know. Natural Born Killers. Here's what I have seen. I have seen Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Same thing. Woody Harrelson. Yes. And they paired Woody Harrelson with a great actress and try to make it a love story. And Venom, Let There Be Carnage is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to feel it. You should. You take it in. You after next week, you should watch Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Is it streaming anywhere free yet? No, right? I think now it is streaming somewhere. Okay, and but why don't, after don't next week? Because uh, we should watch Natural Born Killers, and then you should immediately watch Venom. Let there be the carnage sequel to talk about. To talk about it. Okay, so oh, okay. Apparently, is it okay? Venom. Let there be carnage might be streaming on Stars, but that's not what we're talking about next week. No, we're no, talking no, no, no. about Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers, nineteen ninety four. It is streaming on Netflix in the U.S. here in the U.S., which is uh, easy. So watch it on Netflix. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Robert Downey Jr.'s in this? Oh, my God. That's cool. Fuck? That's Oh, cool. now Maybe. I'm seeing it. It's a <laughs> long blurb in the magazine. Oh, really? It's a long one. All right. We'll have to, you know. And um, 
I was going to tell you about me reading the Born Identity book. Yeah, tell me about all 20 pages. Page one. Here's what happens. Um, it's it's opens with uh, it's an alarm clock. <laughs> it opens with like oh by the way this whole book also has a a villain in it whose name is well I'll just read the back okay <clears throat> okay 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 Jason Bourne he has no past and he may have no future. This is one good thing about having COVID is you can tap yeah, into yeah. that. Really um, go into it. Trailer voice. His memory is a blank. His bullet-ridden body was fished from the Mediterranean Sea. His face has been altered by plastic surgery. Already, I'm like, I don't like that. That's what fucking did Matt weird. Damon used to look like. <laughs> a frame we of... don't address it. <laughs> he, he he looked like Ben Affleck, and then because they... <laughs> here's the thing, that is true in this movie. They just don't address it. A frame so of now, a, a frame of microfilm has been surgically implanted in his hip. Even his name is a mystery. Marked for death, he is racing for survival through a bizarre world of murderous conspirators led by Carlos, the world's most dangerous assassin. Who is Jason Bourne? The answer may kill him. So, the villain in this is named is Carlos. Car is Carlos the Jackal? And he's a he's apparently the most um, he's the worst assassin there is the 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 like no, world's number one terrorist. He's so good at assassinating. And but that was also a real guy. <laughs> the jackal, the, Carlos, Carlos the, the jackal, jackal is, is based a, on a just, real serial real killer. Uh, he's alive. Villain. He's alive. What is he? 70, Seventy-two years he's old. An assassin. He, uh, yeah, he is, uh, this is insane. This is insane about this whole thing, but why didn't uh, they put Carlos the Jackal in it? Illich, because it sounds too fake and dumb. Carlos but, El Chaquel. Uh, I'm terrified. Illich Ramirez Sanchez, also known as Carlos the Jackal, is a Venezuelan convicted of terrorist crimes and currently serving a life sentence in France for the 1975 murder of an informant for the French government and two French counterintelligence agents. While in prison, he was further convicted of attacks in France that killed 11 and injured 150 people and sentenced to an additional life term in 2011 and then to a third life term in 2017. Damn. A committed Marxist-Leninist Ramirez Sanchez was one of the most notorious political terrorists of his era, protected and supported by the Stasi and the KGB. When he joined the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine in 1970, recruiting officer Bassam Abu Sharif gave him the code name Carlos because of his South American roots. After several bungled bombings, Ramirez Sanchez led the 1975 raid on the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries headquarters in Vienna, OPEC which killed three people. This was followed by a string of attacks against Western targets. For many years, he was among the most wanted international fugitives. Carlos was dubbed the Jackal by the Guardian after one of its correspondents reportedly spotted Frederick Forsyth's 1971 novel, The Day of the Jackal, near some of the fugitives' bombings. This is real life I read from Wikipedia, and it's so crazy that I'm sure that's why movie people were like, that can't be in the movie. Yeah. It's so crazy, it sounds fake even though it's real true 
and, and you know, the guy was in prison in 2002 when they did the, so anyway, apparently this whole book is going to be real life. Carlos, the Jackal being chased by Jason Bourne Fictional. and vice versa. Yeah. 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 Weird. Mm-hmm. And then when the, and then when the movie came out, people were mad that Carlos, the Jackal wasn't in the movie who had read the book. And I'm like, why are you mad at that? I'm fine with it. There's why no you, bad guy. Want that? The bad guy is just the government. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this, I was telling yeah, um, a bunch of incompetent losers. <laughs> this is what we're learning. <laughs> Who yeah, just murder it, people and, uh, you know. Because if they weren't, they'd be listening right now, but they're not. Losers. <laughs> All 27 of these listeners. <clears throat> CIA. I told, I told my girlfriend, I was like, I started reading this book today. I was like, I've been waiting 20 years to read this book. And she goes, Why? And I was like, because I just, I just had it, and I've just wanted to read it since the movie came out. And she was like, why, why did you wait twenty years in? I was like, oh, just because I've just been doing other stuff. <laughs> so it's not really. I had to watch like, everything on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Be Our Chef? Yeah, sure. I've had this book for at that point eighteen years, <laughs> but I had to watch every episode of Be Our Chef. Oh. And it just started Monsters at Work, the sequel to Monsters Inc. Is it good? And I, no. And I just finished <laughs> I just finished Baymax, the sequel to Big Hero 6. And it was? It was okay. I liked it. it okay, good. okay, okay, okay. It was good. Baymax that, is good. They fucked good up the Monsters Inc. show? Yeah, I don't like it. I just watched it. I didn't like the university movie. Really? I thought that was good. I thought didn't it was we watch fun. It? Didn't we watch I didn't it in really 3D? like it. Probably. Oh man, dude! Sorry. I thought we did because did I heard you. That, yeah, the monster voiced by Bobby Moynihan. You liked him a lot because he oh, was yeah, like, he's very. He funny. was like, that was crazy. Like he had some <laughs> lisp. Remember, you liked him. I Come like on. aspects, Come on. of course. All right, all right, all right. It's just a, why would they make that the sequel? Well, and then you Pretty watch cool. the show. If you watch this show, you're gonna be like, the university movie's better. Not you're gonna like it more. Well, sure, but I'm not gonna watch that show either. I just got the okay to not to from my friend. Yeah. Hector. I'll tell you what. I'll ch- check it with me again once I finish it. And because mm-hmm. maybe it'll get better by the end and it I'll be like, it's worth it. Eight. I'll let you know, dude. I'll let you know. It's just I'll a workplace you. comedy, but monsters. Hey, ask me about any Disney plus anything. And I'll tell you if it's good or bad. You Go. didn't like BR chef. Not worth it. I'll tell you no? if it's worth it or not. Know. I'll tell you if it's okay. worth it or not. Hit me with Dale rescue Rangers. Worth it. You have you seen it? Yeah, it's fun. Okay, we talked about that. Did we talk about uh, Thor: Love and Thunder? Uh, no, I think no, a little bit. No spoilers, but did you like it or dislike it? No spoilers. I liked <laughs> it. I liked it. Me too. I didn't love it. <laughs> Me too. I didn't love it, and also okay. like it. Then we put on Thor: Ragnarok again after. It's great, and Thor: Ragnarok's better. Could ever top it. Yeah, in the entire MCU, mm-hmm. can top Thor Ragnarok. So, for, for and, me, yeah, and Love and Thunder doesn't even touch it. No, and I think, I think, part of it is because, <clears throat> I mean, maybe it's a cop out, Keller. But I was like, I felt like Taika wasn't trying to top it, which is part of the reason I like this. Love felt and like Thunder. a straight up kids movie. Yeah, but I like that because it felt it to me. It did feel like. Taika was like, look, I, you know, I'm making these movies for my kids. 
My kids yeah. are in the movie. Hemsworth's kids are in the movie. You know, Hemsworth's wife is in the movie. She has a quick cameo. She's the wolf woman that he kisses on top of oh. a woman wolf, you know, and, and Hemsworth's own daughter plays the kid, you know, mm -hmm. throughout the thing, Gore's daughter. <clears throat> so I get that. I picked up on that. And the, the thing that happened at the end in act three, I thought was awesome, but it's a, it's a kid's movie like Shazam. Like it's a, like little kids should watch it and be like, yeah, I'm a superhero. Cause yeah. I, yeah, my nephew Ian went and saw it. Yeah. And that was his favorite part. Yes. How old's Ian now? Nine. 14, 17, nine. Yeah, yeah, 37. He's older than me now. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, he's, he's springing on up. I, uh, uh, okay, that's good to know. Maybe I can just, is, does Ian like Thor? Because I'll give him a he Thor comic. He loved that movie. He loved that movie? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I still haven't read okay. some of those Thor comics that you're supposed to okay. let me read. They're, they're cool, very different. But you know what? <laughs> some of the Thor comics that, um, <clears throat> have to deal with Jane Foster Thor feel a little bit more in tone to the movie love and thunder. Whereas some of the Thor comics, I don't like, know. I think that was my, I feel like they did not, it wasn't an, I don't know. It felt, I don't even know. It felt half-assed her whole storyline, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It felt full assed to me, but um, oh look, she's Thor. Oh look, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you spoiled it. Oh no, Keller. We just said no spoilers, man. We did. We yeah. did. I'm so sorry. That's a, a real bummer. That sorry. <laughs> no, it's a real bummer. Um, no, but it's uh, it's in the comics. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if that's true. You don't know if that's true. You haven't read I don't them. Know if that you don't part know. of it. Well, now I have a question about the movie that I can't yeah. ask you. No, I know. Ask me when, as soon as we're ending the broadcast, which we should have done. We um, should have done two, two minutes, minutes ago. Two minutes ago. Then so we can end it. Been a fucking avoidance. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be in the hot right. water. I am. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap up. Born Identity, great, great. Natural Born Killers, we'll see next week. Maybe great. Yeah, Monday we'll night. See. Monday night at eight p.m. Right. Yeah, if you feel okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I need to take gonna be, care of yourself. Yeah, the 25th of July, Monday night, 8 p.m. Pacific time. We'll talk about Natural Born Killers. It's on Netflix. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Okay. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Can't Do believe it. you.